0: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus came to Nazareth and spoke to the people in the synagogues, and he said, Truly, I tell you, no prophet is accepted in the prophet's hometown. But the truth is, there were many widows in Israel in the time of Elijah, when the heaven was shut up three years and six months, and there was a severe <coughs> famine over all the land. Yet Elijah was sent to none of them, except to a widow at Zarephath in Sidon. There were also many lepers in Israel in the time of the prophet Elisha, and none of them was cleansed except Naaman the Syrian. When they heard this, all in the synagogue were filled with rage. They got up, drove him out of the town, and led him to the brow of the hill on which their town was built, so that they might hurl him off the cliff. But Jesus passed through the midst of them and went on his way. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. As we begin this third week of Lent, the shift now takes place in the theme, the first two weeks. The theme was repentance, and particularly through prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, this turning to the Lord. Well, as we begin the third week, The theme now is going to be centered on baptism principally because in many churches throughout the world there are catechumens who will be brought into the church through baptism and we're meant to participate with them in the renewal of our own baptismal vows let's begin with that first reading which is really about a prefiguring of baptism we have this great general Naaman who has leprosy he's a proud man And there happens to be a servant girl of Israel who was taken in captivity. She's serving Naaman's wife. And she says, if he would only go to a prophet in Israel, he will heal Naaman. Naaman does that. He gets permission from his king to go into Israel. And now he's expecting this great welcome by the prophet. He goes to his house. He is waiting at the entrance of the gate and nothing happens. Finally, Elisha sends out his own servant to basically tell Naaman, just go down to the Jordan and bathe seven times and you will be healed. He's outraged because he's a proud man. The puny waters of the Jordan are dirty and he's got great rivers back in his own country. So he's outraged. But then his own servants prevail upon him and say, well, if the prophet had asked you to do something really great, you would have done it. Why not do something very simple? Finally, he agrees. He goes down to the Jordan, bathes seven times, and he's healed. That bathing to cleanse from leprosy is, as they say, a prefiguring of baptism because baptism does something much more spectacular for us because sin is much more serious than leprosy. It can damn our soul yet baptism forgives everything not just original sin but actual sin and all the punishments due to sin just a little bit of pouring of the water three times over the head with the invocation of the trinity and person is made not only a child of god but is forgiven all their sins there's this great gift of grace given to them they become part of the church part of the living church And the whole sacramental economy is that way. Just with a few simple words and simple substances, great miracles happen, like what's gonna happen tonight on the altar? Simple bread and wine, yet with the prayer and faith, that will become for us body, blood, soul, and divinity of the living, risen Christ. Finally, he did have faith and he trusted in God. And that's what made the difference and he was healed. It's the same with the sacraments. Although they do operate in their own right, yet the efficacy for us personally is increased by our faith. That's what we're called to have. That was Jesus' message in today's Gospel to his own people. He goes to his hometown of Nazareth. He is preaching his inaugural sermon in the synagogue. He takes the text from Isaiah chapter 61, that famous text that is interpreting Leviticus chapter 25, the great jubilee, And basically, Jesus is saying, I'm the Jubilee. I'm here to forgive all sins, to give sight to the blind, to heal, to bring good news to the poor. Now, the people who are hearing this are thinking, that's great because it's meant for us, for the sake of us, for the sake of Israel. We're the chosen ones, we're the elect. We can almost hear the pride there. But actually, Israel was chosen for the sake of the pagans. They had a mission to go out and to use what they've been given by God to convert the nations. That's what Jesus was trying to instill in them. And so he says, there were many widows in Israel at the time of Elijah when the heavens were shut up for three years and six months and a severe famine over all the land. Yet Elijah was sent to none of them except for the widow of Zarephath in Sidon. Sidon is in pagan country. In other words, there was no faith in Israel. And that's why a pagan in Sidon was healed. that was the woman who trusted so much when the prophet Elijah came to her and said, I know you only have a little bit of meal and oil for your last meal before you die. This is what she told him. And yet he said, well, just give me a bit of it. Bake a cake for me and then you can have some for you and your son. She trusts in him and shares the last meal with this prophet and then she and her son are fed for three years because of her faith that's what jesus is trying to impress upon his people and then he tells the story about naaman which is the first reading for us today we're called to increase in faith throughout the rest of the season of lent as we prepare ourselves for the great celebration of easter faith is at the heart of who we are let us always increase in faith and god will work miracles through us And will increase our ability to bring the good news to others. To do things that we could never think possible. All because of the faith that we have. And it's really a gift of God. But it's something we can desire. And God will give it to us more and more.